Welcome to the first episode of That's the Thesis podcast, a podcast dedicated to erasing the stigma within the LGBT community, specifically surrounding the trans community. I'm your host for this episode, Adrian, and with me I have my lovely co-host, Martin. It's me. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, today we are discussing just like our personal experiences with the transgender community um, and talking about how to support your trans friends and family. Adrian? Now, uh, not, not a lot of people uh, understand how important this sort of thing is. Uh, you know, you don't think it's anyone you know is going to be trans, and they are. And a lot of people just don't understand it, and I think that's where a lot of the stigma comes from. So. Uh, I personally, I identify as a trans man. I use he, him pronouns. Martin? I identify as non-binary, and I use they, he pronouns. I mean, interchangeably, but yeah. What? That, is preferring they, that is preferring they pronouns, but also using he pronouns. Yes. And, um, as an aside, for those of you who may uh, not understand how to use they, them pronouns, pretty simple. Just replace he or she with they. So he went to the sh- he went to the store. They went to the store. Very easy. And for the record, singular they has been used quite a bit in history. It's not a new thing. So yes, whoever tells you that it, it hasn't been used before is wrong. That's a fact. Oh. They can look it up. So. Um... Uh, personally, I identify as bisexual. Um, I like men and women of uh, any variety. Um, I do as well, actually. <laughs> this whole podcast is just what buy on by violence. Me hate me and me and Adrian hate criming each other. Disclaimer: We don't actually hate. We don't actually hate each other. We love each other very much. Best friends. I would say, yeah, best friends. Um, yes. So, uh, experiences with transphobia and homophobia, biphobia, whatever. I feel like I've had more experiences of that with you, just because I'm a little bit older and I've been out longer, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't get out much. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's getting out much these days, but... Um, <laughs> my first experience with homophobia was when I was 13? Um, I originally came out as a lesbian at that age because that's what I thought I was. Um, and that isn't to say that all trans people, trans men are lesbians, or that all trans women are just gay, um, or vice versa. It just means that's what I thought I was because I didn't have the words. And people called me uh, a lot of slurs at school and stuff like that. And it sucked. It sucked. Um, but do I regret any? Not really. I don't. I can't say that I do. I personally have not dealt with very much trans and or homophobia for the simple fact that I am not out to many people that I know. So I don't really have to face them with that. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah. That may seem lucky in some aspects, in a lot of aspects, it's very much not. Um, it's really sucky to not, like, tell people. 
and just be like, haha, yeah, totally, I am totally 100% a girl, absolutely. Quite frustrating. It can be very uncomfortable to not have your correct pronouns or your name used, and it does suck quite a lot actually so next time you want to misgender someone either you know if it's an accident that's fine but if you're doing it on purpose just think you know that person they do have emotions we do have emotions as trans people believe it or not people are real people so like real people have feelings my dudes just respect that (laughs) want to do is just exist in peace that's it Pretty much. It's not really that much to ask to respect somebody's name and pronouns. Like, sure, you don't like this person, yeah, but like, you still should respect them regardless because it's not a privilege you can just take away from them. Um, okay, mo- moving into uh, personal transitions, how far we've both come in our <clears> personal <throat> transitions. Uh, spoiler, not very far. Um, <laughs> I am personally, I've socially transitioned, I am out to uh, everyone in my life. Uh, they all know me as Adrian, Addy, he him pronouns, that's me. They all know me as that, that's the person that I am in public, uh, but I haven't started any medical transitioning um, because of the disease and also because of money issues, but I am looking to uh, begin testosterone in the near future. Mark? I am neither physically nor socially transitioned, at least to most people. Like, I'm out to a few people, but for personal reasons, I do not use he they pronouns or the name martin out in public because i don't feel comfortable coming out to a lot of people yet i mean i'm sure i will soon but not right now and hey that doesn't make you any less trans you are still yourself you're still martin you're still you know a a a lovely non-binary little man and i love you um so if you're not out stop sneezing if you're not out to anyone at the moment that doesn't make you any less valid we agree on that yes we can absolutely agree on that and that goes for you too listeners if it doesn't matter if you're out to people or not it doesn't make you any less you it doesn't matter if you're out to one person or a hundred people if you feel like whoever you know if if you feel gay if you feel bi if you feel trans non-binary whatever if that's how you feel that's okay and if that changes that's okay too i mean i personally thought for a long time that like i knew that i was not straight for a long time but i didn't figure out that i was non-binary until later um I started out thinking that I was something like demigirl or something like that. And I kind of slowly moved towards non-binary. Like I moved towards they, them. And then 
actually funny story about me feeling comfortable going by um, he, him pronouns and they, them pronouns. Actually, I started using he, him after someone used that mistakenly for me. They apologized a lot. And I was like, hey, it's okay, because that was actually strangely validating. And guess what? Now I go by they, he all the time now. So, hey, it doesn't matter if that's not what you think about yourself at first. And, like, it can change. It's not, hey, you're this one thing and you can't change anymore. You, you're you. You can change. Like I mentioned, I identified originally as a lesbian. And then I identified as bisexual. I still identify as bisexual today, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't a lesbian. That just means I wasn't sure. And if you don't want to label yourself, you don't have to. You don't owe it to anyone to label yourself. If you want to label yourself, go ahead. But you don't have to. It is absolutely not a requirement for you to label yourself as anything for anybody else. Because, I mean, like, you live for you, man. You live for you. Exactly. I feel like that's the moral of this episode. You know, you do you. Moral of the episode is basically just you do you, boo. We support you. We love you. Um, and I think lastly, uh, what we're going to cover here is uh, how to support your trans friends and family and partners uh, if they come out to you, be that as teenagers, as adults, later in life, however and whenever they decide to come out to you. Um, here's, you know, some things that you should do and things that you shouldn't do. Um so uh, if I go first thing number one I'll, I'll go first I'll go first thing number one that you should not do is out them to anybody else if they do not if you do not have their express permission to do so that's, that's a big important. no-no that comes uh, any sexuality or gender identity at all if they come out to you they do that in confidence don't go around telling everyone you could be putting them in danger se- serious danger if you do that so just don't do it That's on the serious note. Kind of brought the mood down there. Um, Thing two that you should not do. um, Don't say things like, oh, but I've known you as X for so long, it's just difficult for me. Can you imagine how much more difficult it is for them? It it can be difficult and it's okay if you slip up sometimes, but don't just try. Just try. That's, you know, that's all we're asking. It's not... (laughs) Come on. I know people that, like, the second I told them that I was non-binary and that my name was Martin, they immediately swapped over. They were like, hey, this, you, you are Martin, we love you, blah, 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 whatever. Like, let me, let me rephrase that. I came out to people online, so, like, it's, it's a lot easier, I think, online to come out at first because, um... Well, one, you don't have to go face to face with those people. And two, I feel like a lot of the LGBTQ community is more confident online, I guess, in talking to and supporting each other. I, I don't know. I'm probably wording this really badly, but you're you're right. I feel like it's easier for people in the community to come out to people online because there's no danger. There's, there is a sense of maybe you'll get rejected, yes, but it's not 
a dangerous rejection. Um, yes, I mean, like, it's not hard to block someone if they're bullying you, but it's safer online because, like, you just, you don't know where these people live, so you can't go harass them. Um, so that's what you shouldn't do. Um, just a couple things. Just try a little bit. Even, even if it's just, even if you do mess up, we don't mind. I mean, it can be upsetting, sure, but it's not. Don't a, make it like a, don't make like a gigantic deal out of it. Like, oh my god, I'm such a horrible friend. Don't do that. It just makes us uncomfortable. Thing three that makes us so uncomfortable. If you mess up a pronoun, just correct yourself quietly. You don't have to make a huge fuss about it because then that makes us feel awkward. Yeah. Like especially if they're already socially awkward, cough cough, me, cough cough. I I'm really not fond of drawing attention to myself or having attention drawn to myself. So like that's that's a big one for me. Don't make a big deal out of it. Just quietly correct yourself and move on. Um and obviously these are all different for different people. Everyone's different, but these are just general rules that I've noticed a lot of trans people have um but obviously ask your friend family partner whatever um and that's another good thing let's say something thing one that you should do communicate communication is absolutely key here in every aspect but especially here okay well until you get your train back i think i will cover with something that you absolutely should do to support your friends. Like, if you catch someone like deliberately misgendering them, like they don't even have to do it like aggressively. They can just be like, oh well, I um was talking to um X the other day, and then you could just be like, oh, don't you mean blah blah blah? Like just politely correct them. And if they don't comply, well air horns are a thing you could just meh every time they make a mistake you know i mean i was gonna go straight for the baseball bat. <laughs> i was gonna go straight for the baseball bat but your idea works too do not hit people with a baseball bat that's not nice transphobic yes but that's assault and that's illegal fine <laughs> <laughs> did you get your train of thought back didn't but i do have a new one so, um, especially in the case of uh, partners and family, it can be difficult for um, it can be difficult for you if you're cis and you you've never met a trans person before. It can be hard to know what to do and say. It's okay to make mistakes. What is not okay is purposefully misgendering them, purposefully trying to hurt them. If you love them, if if you love them, you'll you'll be able to get past this. If you truly love them and you want them in your life, this is something that you'll be able to get past. And if you can't, then that's too bad. Because they're not going to choose you over their gender identity, and they shouldn't have to. Exactly. Like, I personally deal with some people who do not want to accept me for who I am, and for which reason I do not feel safe coming out to them as non-binary. I've already tried with the bisexual thing. That didn't work out. So 
I personally am still closeted, but that doesn't make me any less non-binary. Like, just think of it as just waiting, like waiting until you're in a safer place to come out or waiting until you feel like this person is ready to receive the information. Like, oh, and I have another thing for parents of trans children. Don't mourn the loss. I say that with finger quotes. Do not mourn the loss of your son or daughter because you're just, they're not dead. They're just different. Like, that's not a bad thing. Just accept it and move on. It's, it's who they are, and you should respect that as a parent because they turn to you for support and safety and if you can't give that to them that is not a that is not good for either one of you but all that does is damage your relationship and if they're trying to come out to you they want to maintain that relationship and they want to be honest with you but if you're not giving them that option then what do they even have i love you so much you went very southern there i can tell this is something you're passionate about um, I agree, I, I agree. Southern? Excuse me? <laughs> Your accent got very southern. That's strange, because I don't normally feel like I have a country accent, so... A little bit, a little bit. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I might have gotten a smidge personal there, but, you know. <laughs> that's that's what we're here for. I mean, we're people, you know? We just want to help. <laughs> that's it. We're not looking to attack anyone. We're not looking to make you feel like you have to listen to our opinion because, like, you don't. You chose to listen to this podcast. And you can turn it off at any time if you don't like what we're saying. Thanks for the watch, though. We, we like, thanks for the listen. We appreciate it. We greatly appreciate your support if you do decide that you are going to follow us if you don't well i mean i assume you know where the search bar is to find another video since you got since you got here so if if this is something if if you're listening to this because you have a trans child or a trans partner or a trans friend that you don't know how to deal with um ask them they're not going to be offended if you ask it's... If if we can see that you are actively making an effort to support, then it's then like if you are actively trying to support your trans child, you're winning at being a parent already. If you are actively trying to help them out, like that that's something that I feel like all parents should do, regardless of if they expected something like. You can't really expect this kind of thing, but, like, I feel like if you decide that you are going to support your child in what they do and their identity, then you're, you're a good parent. Then, hey, you're winning. Why, yeah. Absolutely um, winning. I... It can be difficult. It can be difficult for you to accept the fact that the child, male or female, son or daughter that you had, you still have them, but they're just different now, and that doesn't make them any less your child. 
but it can be it can be difficult for you to reconcile the two ideas in your head and that's completely understandable but what matters is the fact that you don't let that affect them because at the end of the day they're your child they look to you for guidance and if you're you know just being awful to anyone really they're going to pick up on that and maybe if you're homophobic or transphobic even if you don't think your child is gay or trans that perpetrates the idea and if they are gay or trans or both that's just going to make them scared of you i speak from experience when i say that um having a parent that is openly homophobic or transphobic is scary for an lgbtq um person because like we don't know how you're going to react when we tell you so we just don't and we hide things because we don't feel safe so if you feel like maybe you are guilty of being homophobic or transphobic at least a little bit you should probably stop and take a look at yourself and make sure that you are not perpetuating the idea that hey this isn't okay and you know maybe make sure that your your um, trans child or your gay child will feel safe around you so yeah that's my little rant it's important that your child feels safe around you no matter who they are even if they're straight cis whatever it's it still matters that they feel safe to you and if they're not gay or trans, all you're doing is making them think that it's okay to say those things. And it's not. It is absolutely not okay. Like, I don't care how you were raised or, like, who you are. Just, it shouldn't be okay in society to be cruel to people just based on their identity. Like, that is completely ridiculous and should not be the way it is absolute nonsense say very britishly um it is stupid in all honesty it's it was difficult for me to come out and that was eight years ago now seven years ago um I'm an old man, and it, even though I felt supported by my family as a lesbian, that didn't make school any easier. I got called the F-slur every day, that was just my life, and even if you get used to something, that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Absolutely, like, that's like saying, oh, because, like, Oh, because, uh, I don't know, hang on, what's a, what's a good metaphor for that? I was trying to think of, like, a physical injury metaphor, but, like, that's just really not good. So, you know, just, if you're exposed to something harmful over and over again, it doesn't make it any less harmful, it's just there. Like, if, you're breathing, car- if you're breathing carbon monoxide every day, you're still gonna die. You know, that doesn't... You're still going to get carbon monoxide poisoning. It doesn't matter how, like, how tolerant you think you are. 
That's not how it works. Oh, that I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Good metaphor. Good metaphor. Good metaphor. Um, I feel like we've uh, brought. I feel like we've brought the tone down enough um, for today. Um, so, um, being trans, being gay, not a disease, believe it or not. We're actually just trying to survive out here. We're not doing anything to you. I don't really see why people have such a problem, to be honest. But then again, I guess I wouldn't. I do think that it is time to wrap up, because we've rambled on long enough. Well, it's, yeah, I would say it would be mostly me doing the rambling, but we've actually done our fair share of rambling this time, so. Yeah. Alright, well, I think I'm going to leave off this episode on a note. Um, if you are a member of the LGBTQ community and you are still closeted, I love you and I support you. And if you ever need a kind word, I'll be here. I'll be here. And uh, my leaving off note today is going to be that you don't have to start a medical transition if you don't want to. It's your decision, it's your body, and it's your life. Exactly. Oh, another thing. You do not need dysphoria to be trans. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yes. And on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you got this far, congrats. And uh, we will see you next week.